a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh, he's knocked the headgear off him. This is Yes, and welcome to our latest edition of Woodsy's Club Tour. I've got a good little, a good mate of mine, Jaden Sewer. Mate, welcome. Thanks, bro. Thanks for having me. How's the, uh, how's the break been so far, mate? That's been good. Um, you know, recovering from my, my surgery, shoulder surgery, so still in a little bit. Uh, about to go on a three-week break, go overseas, so can't wait. And where are you off to? Uh, go to New Zealand for a week, back home to Brizzy for a week, and then over to the islands for a week. So, oh. um, yeah, me and the missus are excited. Oh, beautiful, mate. And normally, the first thing we talk about is how we first met. Obviously, we played against each other quite a few times when you took my head off, yeah. but we'll get into that a little bit <laughs> later on. But the old couple, yeah. when we got stuck with each other. Was that the first time? I'm pretty sure. Nah, I remember one time you were in Hook's office buying them coffee. And- <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it. How good is this? Nah, um, you wouldn't see me near Hook's office. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Um, nah, carpool and... Was that when you never just brought your car? Like, it was just myself and... Who was the other bloke that used to come with us? Big Tao Tao Moga. Mr. Monga, so... Yeah, it was us three, and um, yeah, we had some some good chats on the way, and some uh, hello some, darkness, uh, my old friend, <laughs> on the way to preseason. A lot of good memories, and now now what? He's both gone. We're both gone. So, mate, what are you going to do without us? I don't know. It'd be a bit more peaceful, but are you going to drive with with Benny Hunter training, or are you um, give with the Cronulla crew? Depends if he's still there. No, oh, um, wow. I don't know. I think. Hame lives near me now, so he, he just moved. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you played with Hame at South, didn't you? Yeah, we played together in South, so um, we're pretty close. Our partners are pretty close as well, so um, yeah, he might, he might be Who's, getting an upgrade. He's a Dragons junior as well. You're getting up, please, mate. <laughs> How boring is the chat going to be in the car? <laughs> well, at least you know, like, for the people listening, when uh, Jaden and I felt really bad, we could always look to the bloke next to us in Tao Tao Moga and feel really, really good about ourselves because I've never met a bloke with more head noise. Yeah, more complaining. He complains oh, the most, so sore back. He had to sit in the back and lay down, like it was like I was looking after my two-year-old son. <laughs> but you know, you got through it. Yeah. Obviously, that toughie this year. Shoulders. How is it? How is the recovery coming from the shoulder, mate? Nah, it's really good. Eh? It's um, yeah, I feel almost back to normal. I'm about, I think, twelve weeks next week uh, yep. post surgery. So yeah, it's getting on now, and uh, physios are happy with it. So you know, my next progression is. Slowly getting into a bit of contact yep. and yeah, I can't take, wait. Take your time with that yeah. preseason, especially the wrestle sessions. I, <laughs> I just have to watch that one eh? like you used to do last year. So <laughs> the old tight, you know, hemi or something. So you get it, mate. So when you you know you're born obviously in Christchurch. Yep. So how long were you over there for? I was only over there for about a couple of years. Yep. And um, obviously, parents born and, and grew up there, and was there for a couple of years, and then they decided to, uh, you know, move to Brisbane. And yep. yeah. is that Lo- Logan in Brisbane? Yep. I first moved to like East Brisbane. Okay, yeah. And then I was about, yeah, two and then spent a couple of years there. And then I uh, moved to Logan when I was about eight. Yep. And um, yeah, spent the rest of my time there. So, And and you played, did you play for Logan Brothers in the Sural Connell and ML Meninga Cup? Yeah, so it's called, it, Logan Brothers is like the, the local team. Yep. And then... Cyril Connell and uh, like Mal Meninga and all that, that's called South Logan. So. Oh, yes, yeah, because that's what they got in the reserve grade. Oh, yep. the Queensland Cup up there, isn't it? Yeah. So I played all my juniors there and yeah, it was pretty good. And then speaking of obviously schools, you went to Marsden State High, that's a big rugby league school. I remember my Australian schoolboys coach was was from there. Oh, wow. Um, Brendan Barlow. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know Barlow. Yeah. Was so, he your coach? Yeah, he was our coach for Australian oh, schoolboys. Yep. And, and we ended up doing like, I think, a week training there. Like yeah. it was, mate, mad facility. Did yeah. you have any other like first graders that were there with you? Funny enough, when I was in maybe year eight or nine, I don't know, Tao left just before I got there, but 
the first graders that were there when I was there were like Paddy Mago was a few years older than me. He was yep. he was there. Um, Branko Lee, Greg Mazu from yeah, yep. from the Knights. He was he was oh, in my grade, so he was there for. How does Branko roll a tackle? <laughs> that's why I usually I go to the short side when he takes ah, a carry. So the Jaden's still special. <laughs> and then you, what year did, was it that you left there? I left there in 2013 and went to um, Churchy. Went over there. So how did you get to that school? Because that's a rugby union school, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I went to like the Queensland schoolboy tryouts. Yep. It, they had like an open day. For union or league? For union. Yep. Um, they had an open day in, at the school. Yep. And I just went there with my old man. Uh, I didn't have footy that week. So oh, I might have had the day off. I played on the, the Sunday. So Saturday was free and my dad goes, oh, we'll just go have a look. I went and had a look and I actually met Brody there. Oh, okay. That's how we first met. And That's Brody Croft. Yeah, yep. Brody yep. Croft, sorry. Yeah, we ended up. Getting through, yeah. I can't remember. There was two Queensland teams. I can't remember what one I got into, but I, I couldn't play it anyway because um, we had like Queensland for for league. Yeah, yep. So I was just going there just for just to keep fit and and stuff like that. So um, yeah, one of the the coaches there were the coaches for the school team and just started like that. And then um, yeah, gave me a call and I ended up getting a, a scholarship there. And oh wow, that's how yeah that journey. And that's one of the big called. schools too, isn't it? Is that one of the high like union schools up there? Yeah, it's a GPS school, which is like. I think it's like a school that's been there over 100 years. So, oh, wow, yep. Um, yeah, it was a good school. It was. And wasn't Callum Ponga on your side as well? Yeah. Or was he grade below? No, we're in the same grade. Oh, same grade? Yeah. So, because I. That's a fair side, yourself, Ponga. Yeah. Croft. We had a yeah, real good side and um, ended up winning it that year. Oh, wow. And then, yeah, like all the boys, some of the boys graduated and then KP ended up signing to the Cowboys and. Yep. Um, it was just me and Brody left for the for the second year, and yeah, we were lucky enough to go back to back. So did Callan go to school up in Townsville, or yep. did he? Oh, so he left there and went to another. Yeah, school? Yeah, went to another school. Oh wow. Yeah, I think they you know paid him a lot of money, and you know, but, stupid not to. <laughs> Mate, look at him now; he's yeah. fine. And then your obviously relationship, Pat Carrigan. So he wasn't in your school team. But he went to another school that rivaled you, wasn't it? Yeah, he went to um, Gregory Terrace. He was a school captain there. So oh, okay. Yeah, we met obviously through playing each other, yep. and then we didn't really like. Meet meet and because he was with the Broncos, and um, we didn't really meet meet till um, we're at schoolies. So, schoolies, yeah, I met him wow. in a in a. Um, was it like? Can I ask you? It was before you tell us how you met? Was he like the guy like you look against? Oh mate, I can't stand this bloke. I want to smash him. Like because you know when you're at school, your ego, your testosterone's yeah. getting thrown around. You're like, mate, I want to. Like, yeah, the big dog with the other school. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, he was the big dog school captain, and um, yeah, we obviously. He was their their main player, so I remember I can't I don't have the photo anymore, but I posted a photo on Instagram because I I think I scored the winning try and oh yeah he come across in cover defense and he was oh. never going to get me, so he he dove for me and ankle tapped me and he missed me, but there's a photo of me like running past him and he's on the ground and we always give each other shit from it, so it's um yeah one of the memories we share. So that's a great memory. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be like you to bring up something like that. Yeah, I, I bring it up all the time. So <laughs> I'm trying to find the photo. I deleted it because I felt bad and uh, I can't find it. Feel bad, mate. And then. So talk to us, obviously you go to the Broncos, but before then, you were contracted with the Canberra Raiders for two years. Yep. So how'd that come about? They had a, a partnership with Sass Logan. Yep. I think that's how, like, you know, Big Papa... I was going to say, Papa, Papa Lee played there for a bit too, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. So he was at Sass Logan. I'm not sure if, if that's how it started, but because of the, I guess, partnership that Sass Logan had with Canberra, I'm pretty sure like that's like boys like, you know, him, Milford and all that uh, ended up going down to Canberra, so... Yeah, I was with them for a couple of years, only on like a little scholarship deal. And yeah, I think they went to offer me something a bit more serious, but my old man, you know, wanted me to just to wait and try and see yep. if I can get anything that's closer to home. And yeah, like a year or two later, luckily enough, I, I got a 
deal with the uh, Broncos. So. And, and did you just do much with the camp? Like, what did they do? Like, just like camps or? Yeah, it was like a camp at the end of each year, like those junior camps, those development camps. And yep. they'd get us in for, you know, two to three days and on the, on the school holidays. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. And then, so you do sign with the Broncos. How, how was that? Because, you know, a lot of people that live in Brisbane say that's the dream. Is that yeah. was it a big dream of yours? Andrew, that was the biggest dream. Um, just to, you know, sign and play for the Broncos. And Brendan Barlow was actually the one who found me. So, oh, wow. yeah, funny enough that. You know, used to a very tight, so. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, He was actually a good fellow. I didn't mind him. He's yeah, a good he's, coach. Yeah, I'm not sure what he's doing. Now, I think he's at Wavell now, so. Okay. Or last I heard, so. And um, so that was, what, 2015? You was your first with the 20s, Broncos, or 16? No, nah, 2015 was my last year of school, and I was yep. playing 20s then. And then did you go straight into a preseason with the Broncos 20s? So in 2014, at the end of that year, I went into my first 20s preseason. Yep. Yeah, training with them all the way through. And then 2015, I played 20s, but I had to stop at a certain date just because of the school season. Oh, really? Yeah, and then i never forget, I um, we ended up winning the school season outright, outright. And our last school game, they suspended me because I we had a bye for our second last school game, but we already, yep. we already won the comp. I ended up going back to play for the Bronx when I wasn't supposed to. And At the 20s? Yeah, the 20s. Oh, wow. And then, um, yeah, they weren't too happy and, you know, suspended me from the last game. And So, yeah. so, so you didn't ask... No, well, I, I did ask. Oh, you did ask. They said no. Yeah, but it was like it was like the quarterfinals for the for the twenties. Okay, yeah, yep. Yeah, ended up just ha- playing anyway. So someone's dubbed you. Oh, all, all the finals were on TV. Weren't yeah, they, the twenties. They were. Yeah, they were. So yeah, not one of my finest moments, but oh, look where you are it's now. Worth it's, it. It's, it's worth it. And you, because you were playing. So did you get the opportunity to play schoolboys for the union, or they Broncos wouldn't let you? Nah. So. Um, just during all the triads and all the school footy stuff, I yeah didn't have the time and yep. yeah I was obviously playing for the twenties, so I couldn't really you know miss any more footy for the twenties than I already was. So um yeah, I think the last game I got to play was the eighteens Origin, and then after that, school said yeah no more rugby league, it's all rugby union now. So yeah, yeah that was it. How was that? Because you've played the sixteens Origin, you played the eighteens Origin. How did it feel putting on the the maroon jersey? And and where did you just play that? Did you play it up in Suncorp or did you play down at Homebush? What, the 18s? Yeah, the 18s. I think the 18s was at the MCG. Oh, really? Oh, how sure. good is that? Yeah, it was unreal, bro. We um we actually won that too. It was a good game as well. And yeah, that was What awesome. year was that? Uh, was that 2015? Yeah, it was 2015. Yeah, I played that. I played yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I always like... That's so like, I remember I used to hate you, bro, going... Oh, really? Oh, well, not hate, but just like... I get that a fair bit. Yeah, I, I still do. do anyway. <laughs> Like at the um at the game, I just remember you know watching you guys. I think I'm pretty sure you guys won. Yeah, we ended up scored a try that night too. Yeah, one and of, I remember I was like, oh, I, hate, I hate Aaron Woods. So, oh, come on, mate. It's funny how it um the tables have turned now and now yeah. to get on my wing at the Dragons. Yeah, yeah. They call me uh, the Bear Junior after you. So uh, and for people out there, the uh, the Bear <laughs> nicknames. Yeah, we might we might not say it too much because uh, it's it's the bare minimum. Yeah, so. it's not true. So please. So then in 2016, obviously Junior Kangaroos. What's that? That was like sort of the Anzac round, wasn't it? Like around Anzac weekend? Yeah. I think it was during like, you know, they used to have the yeah, Aussie the Anzac. Yeah, which yeah. I think because they played the Aussie Anzac on Friday night. You captained the Junior Kangaroos? Nah. Oh, no, you didn't? Didn't. Oh, I didn't. But you you got man of the match. Yeah, I got man of the match. Yeah. Um, How was that going? Was that the first time you've come up against the Hucker? Yeah, that would have been, yeah, the first time. How did, you know, so I always want to know, because obviously you're born in New Zealand. Yeah. How did, how does that feel? Like, do you feel like you should be playing for New Zealand or like, should be playing for Australia because you've been here since you're two. Yeah, it was yeah, it was tough. Actually, growing up, all I ever wanted to do was was play for the Kiwis, and yep. it wasn't until I got to about 13, 14 when 
Um, you know, I started making those Queensland sides that I, you know, realised and understood what it really meant to to be a Queensland. And obviously, I've been here, you know, a long time now, and I call Australia home now. So it's it's yeah, funny how it works because um yeah, I played that game, and then the year after, I actually got picked for the Junior Kiwis and the oh yeah yeah and the um yeah Junior Kangaroos. And I remember it was Wayne. Wayne asked me what I wanted to do, and I think we kind of lent towards going the Junior Kiwis path, and then. I went home, told my parents and had a good talk with my parents and um, they were like, oh, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. And um, I got to training the next day and I, I went to, Wayne asked me, you know, asked me what, what they had said and I just told him oh, I want to play for Queensland. That was the yep. biggest thing for me. And um, yeah, he said he'd support me, you know, with whatever I you know wanted to do. And, um, you know, lucky enough, I, I went that way and, you know, I've been able to play for Queensland since. So it's, yeah, very... It's a great decision, mate. Look at you now. You <laughs> yeah. played for a couple of games of Queensland. How good's that? Yeah, no, nah, it was awesome. And then so later that year, your debut, round 12, yep. against the Tigers. Yeah. Mate, how, how was that? And how, like, one thing I always ask players, how, how did you get told that you were going to debut? Did you know it was coming? Um, was there any injuries? Like, what was... How how did Wayne tell you that you were going to be playing first grade? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a week after the, the Junior Kangaroos game. Oh, he went up to Tavita first because I debuted with Tavita Pangai. Oh, yep. Yeah. Everyone was getting around Tavita and then um, Wayne was like sort of walking up towards me and I could see him coming to me at the corner of the eye and it was around the origin period. So like, you know, Jillo and, and all yep. that weren't going to play and I was stretching. I was, you know, I never stretched before training. So <laughs> I could, doing those extras. <laughs> I could see him walking towards me and I was like just pretending to stretch and I was pretending like I couldn't see him. And then he just goes, um, you're playing this week and then just walked off. That's all he said. That's all he said. And I didn't really like believe him. Yeah. So, yeah. Later so, that, like, did the boys ask you, like, are you playing? And, like, what did Wayne say to you? Yeah. Or did anyone notice him walking over? Oh, a few of the boys heard yep. and then got around me. But as I said, I didn't believe it until, you know, the team list came out. So, yep. what number were you? I was number 12. Oh, wow. Started as well. Yeah. How good's that? Yeah. It was unreal. You know, being a back row, do you like 12 or 11? Does it make a difference? You don't care? Or? No, I like 12. You do like 12? Yeah. I've been 12. Like, even in school, I was always 12 because I was inside centre. Yeah. And that's what number they wear. So, it's kind of like a. Superstition now, I always try and get the 12, but... That's fair know. enough, oh, mate. You know, I love number eight. If you're yeah. a front row, eight or ten, eight's better. That's what I think. Better than the 15, so... Uh, that, oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than 14 or 17, eh? Well, these days, it's 18, 19, yeah. 21. Definitely. You're lucky to get the team. I'm, I'm just happy with any number, to be honest with you. So, do you remember much about that week against Tigers, or do you remember the game is, was, you know... Yeah, I remember... Did you win? Did you lose? I'll never forget, like, I was driving home, and then the team list come out, and then I seen the team list, and I remember I got so emotional, I had to pull over and... Yeah, that was probably like when it like fully sunk in. And so, so just taking off this right, did you when Wayne told you, did you tell your parents, or did you wait till the team list to tell your parents? Nah, I told them straight away. I was like, oh, I think I'm playing this week. I and think he yeah. just told you. Come on, mate. And then I, I didn't want to get them to like you know uh, get their hopes up. And then yeah, as I said, I drove home, and then I was waiting for the team list, waiting for four o'clock, yeah. you know. And I was driving, and I finally it came out, and I went straight down um, to the Broncos team list, and I seen it. And yeah, as I said, I got real emotional and. Went home and then pretty sure, you know, dad and mum were over the over the moon. And as I said, emotional week. It was exciting. I just remember getting to the game and I was just scared, eh? Yeah. Like, I wasn't excited. I wasn't nervous. I was just scared. I didn't want to stuff up. Yeah. It's... So, we ended up losing by one point. Did and, you? Um, yeah. At Suncorp too, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, I think I remember watching that game. I think Mitchell Moses played well, I think, that game, was it? Someone kicked, I can't remember who it was. Someone kicked, yeah. kicked the field goal. I think Brooksy, he was the opposite. Yeah, okay, yep. Half on, on my side, so. And then what about after the game, just sitting there, like, did you think, like, man, I've done it, like, you know, because playing first grade's hard. And, yep. You know, you've got that one game under your belt. How, how was, was it, like, a bit of a relief, or was it you want more, the hunger was there? Yeah, it's a bit of a relief. I was a bit upset, too, because, like, 
you know, we lost it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is it because of me? Blah, blah, yeah, blah. you always think. Always think like that. And yep. probably thought I was the man and probably had a good night out after that. But it's a good town, Brisbane. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, it is a good town. So, yeah, I remember we lost my first eight games. Really? Yeah. So you were 0-8? Yeah, I was 0-8 or 0-7, one of them. But So when you actually finally had that win, how did it feel? Just relieved. Yeah. I was, oh, <laughs> was it a bit of a running joke with the boys? or No one really knew until uh, okay. like the week before the game that we won. So like they didn't have enough time to really think about it. But my first win was against the Knights. Yeah, okay. Pretty sure it was Jermaine's debut. Jermaine, oh, Jermaine Sarko, Sarko, yep. Yeah. yeah, the monkey was off the bat. I was just stoked. Oh, mate, there's no better feeling than a win, eh? No. Like, yeah, you can play first grade and, you know, you're happy with the first couple of games when you're playing, but then it's like, geez, I don't want to keep losing every yeah, game. Yeah, 100%, 100%. And then so so that mid-year as well, you, you're captain of the 20s in, in Queensland. Yep. How was that feeling? No, that was awesome. Yeah? That was... Especially knowing that you've had that opportunity to play junior kangaroos, you chose to play for Queensland, now you're captaining the 20s side. Yeah. I was a little nervous being captain because obviously I'm not a big talker and not one to, you know, rally everyone around and, and tell them what to do before the game. You know, I like focusing on my job or... You know, mucking around a bit and uh, just smiling, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it was hard trying to be serious. But um, I enjoyed it, and you know, we lost that game, but it was. Um, anytime I get to wear that jersey, it's awesome. How was it being the leader? Did you would you find it hard talking about it before the game? Like, did you have to get the boys in the huddle, and you know, um, when, yeah. you know, when you got to do like, did you have to do any things where you know the captain gets up and talks because that's at the twenty years old, well, you wouldn't have even been twenty, would you? You would have been nineteen. Yeah, but yeah, nineteen. So, it's a big thing to be thrown upon you. Yeah, it was. I, I think I did struggle a little bit just in terms of that, you know, chat before the game and, you know, I just let the others talk and, yeah, I try and lead, you know, a bit more of my actions and, and yeah, go out there and, you know, try and play tough. So that's how I try and lead. That's good, mate. And yeah. then so obviously you get through that season. Did you sit down at the end of the year and just think, you know, how many games did you end up playing that year? Was it 12, was it? Was that? Nah, so 16. 16. 17, I played four each. Yep. And then I played about 12 and 18. So how did you feel after that first season of getting a couple of games of grade? Did you, like when you're going back to that next preseason, did you feel like I just want more? Yeah, yeah. definitely. I, I was just, yeah, hungry and um, super excited. And yeah, I think I only played four again and I was actually pretty disappointed. That next year, it was that 2017? Yeah. So what happened there? Was it injuries or? No, nah, I was just in and out, like just playing when, when I was needed. You know, we had... Lexi was playing, you know, he was probably in his prime then, and Angelo, yep. who was... Um, oh, he was a freak. He was, yeah, he's one of my favorite players. So, yeah, I'd only play in the origin period when I guess they weren't there, and, yeah, I was disappointed and just wanted to play more the the year after, and, you know, I had a really good preseason at, uh, in, you know, 2017 leading into 18, and, yep. you know, I, I cracked the bench spot and yep. in round one, and, yeah, things just sort of, you know, took off. Angelo got hurt that year. That's when he that had that his fracture neck. in his... Yeah, in his neck. So I ended up slotting into that, that role, and... Yeah, played a few games then. That was Wayne's last year, wasn't it, at the club? Yep. So he left in. So that was 2018, and then he left at the start of 2019. Yeah. Or the end of 2018. How was Wayne? Like, a lot of people, I've never had him as a coach. You look outside in, and you look, he looks like, a you know, an old man. But then you hear the boys just speak about him. He's like one of the boys. Doesn't drink, but sits on the back of the bus. Like, what's his influence been on you in your whole career? Yeah, well, I, I can't speak high enough of him, Um you know, he, he loves the banner. He loves getting around the boys. He, um, you know, he's, he's always at the back of the bus, you know, listening to music. Uh, when I was at South, we, me and Keon were, were Yuka partners and mm -hmm. he'd always come find us to play because, you know, he could never beat us. So, yeah, uh, he's done a lot for me in my career. And he just, I think the biggest thing is, you know, he makes you believe and makes you understand, I guess, you know, how good you can be. Yep. Um, I think one of the, you know, biggest lessons or, you know, my, one of my favorite experiences 
we're probably in 2018 when, um, you know, I started playing a few games and I started playing all right and he got us into like a video session. Oh, I obviously never talked. I didn't open my mouth at all. Yeah, yep. And then he just goes, oh, so how do you think you played? And I was like, oh, you know, I did all right. Um, he goes, oh, I think, you know, you're a pretty important part of this of this team now, aren't you? And then you know, I didn't know really how to react. I was just like, where's he going with this? Yeah. So I just like, you don't want to say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm important, you know, and yeah. in front of the older boys and that, I was just, oh, thanks. And then, yeah, he just, yeah, makes you believe. I was speaking to our good mate Tao before coming here. Yeah. And he, he oh, told great. me, no, 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 nothing bad about you. He, he said, ask Sewer about the story when we got pumped by, by I think, Penrith by 50, I think. Was it up at mm. Bathurst or, or Dubbo maybe? Yep. And he goes, ask him how Wayne was at the next session or, or I don't know, he didn't tell me what happens. He goes, Sewer will be tell you a funny story about the review or, or the next week of training. He reckons it was hilarious what Wayne did. Yeah, so he told everyone uh, to get to training and told us, you know, you're not allowed to, um, don't go to the video room, everyone come down to the gym. Yep. So we're all waiting for him and we're all waiting. They were all a bit nervous because, you know, we just got, you know, just got pumped. And then no, he, and for people, there's no worse feeling than when you get beat by 50 and you got to go to video. Yeah. Like that's just, and especially when you know you've yeah, it come wrecks up with your a couple whole errors. Yeah. <laughs> you just yeah. think about it, you think, oh, yeah. what am I going to say here? What am I going to say there? And anyway, yeah, he, um, we're all in the gym waiting for him and about 10 minutes late and, you know, the lights turn off. So like pitch black. Pitch black. And like, what the hell? And then uh, the lights turn on and like yeah, the speaker starts going off. I think it was uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme song. Oh, so the glass shatters? Yeah, the glass shatters and he kicks open the door. He's holding the speaker up like this above his head and he's just got his undies on. So this is Wayne? Yeah, Wayne. <laughs> and he's, <laughs> yeah, he's just dancing and... And oh, as soon as everyone's seen that, I think, you know, everyone had, you know, massive smiles on their face and they're getting around him, lifting him up. And yeah, he was, yeah, the undies were going everywhere. It was, it was crazy. Wow. So it's just completely changed your mindset for that week. Like instead of coming in being, yeah. oh, wait for video, you've got this bloke coming into Austin Music in mm. his, in his uh, budgies. How good would that have been? That was awesome. And what made it worse was I'm pretty sure we got, Beat like the week or two before by Storm by 50. Oh, okay. So, so it's been like, a tough couple of weeks. Yeah, it was tough. The way he was able to, you know, just get us all aboard and, and change the mood of everyone, it, it just, yeah, it was infectious. It was awesome. Oh, so that's, mate, I wish I had that in my time when we got beat by 50. Yeah. Like, I just wasn't remember, like that, was it? I just remember going to video, <laughs> like just sitting lower and lower in my yeah. chair, like, oh, geez, you're going to get pinpointed here. as well, yeah. Oh, yeah, they don't miss the contact next session. But, but right. so back to 18, you, you have, you know, you play 15 games, you break your ankle. Yep. How did that? How did you do that? Oh yeah, it was against the Warriors. It was a Sunday afternoon game, and all my family had come. Oh and, no! Um, I, I had like troubles with my ankle a little bit before that, like it was sore. Yep. And anyway, uh, Milf put in a little kick, Milford, and uh, I was chasing it, and it just yeah, I, I don't know what happened. I, I landed on it wrong, and it just um, yeah, it broke, it snapped, and yeah, it was devastated. Eh? Like you know, I was having a pretty good year, yeah. and I'm pretty sure that was the year Kevy called me in. You know, to the Origin team, and. Yep. Just to get around it and, and experience it, and so were you eight, like 18th man for the? Nah, they they brought like a couple of us. I think there was me and oh, there was someone else, but I think it was just to get around the camp and yep, ex just experience the, the culture, it. yeah, mm -hmm. and enjoy. And um, yeah, the, those couple of weeks, you know, I was on top of the world. I was like, oh, I must be, you know, I must be getting a bit close. And um, I broke my ankle, and yeah, I was pretty devastated. Eh? Did you take much out of that that Origin camp, like blokes? Yeah, obviously, you've grown up idolizing and wanted to be watching on, on TV. Did you take much from their game and, and how they prepared? Yeah, I did a bit. I, I um, 
the biggest thing for me was just realizing how relaxed everyone was. Yeah. I was so like obviously tense being in the camp and, you know, didn't want to step on anyone's shoes and all the boys were normal. All the boys were just. So who was in that? Like GI? Yeah, GI was there. He was the first person I seen. Oh, really? And as I walked in and then he said hello straight away and I just sort of like, you know, put my head down and said hello yeah. and, and kept walking. But yeah, it was awesome. Do you sort of like, because I remember not like when I was in my first origin, I wouldn't say boo, but when they'd ask you to come for a coffee or go for a feast, I'm like, I can't believe it. Yeah. Like, you know, Paul Gallon's asked me to come for a coffee and yeah, in your shoes, like you got Greg Inglis, one of the greatest Queenslanders to play. Yeah, no, it was unreal. It was, as I said, you know, you didn't want to say a word, but um, just being around them and yeah, it was a different feeling, you know, taking, you know, photos of, of everyone and <laughs> showing everybody who you're with and that, but. Oh, no, you're the best. It was good fun, eh? And then so obviously with that injury, how was the setbacks? Like it's tough, let alone come back from a small injury. That's what, that put you out for the rest of the season? Yep. It was um, about round, yeah, round 17, 18, and that was it. Were you able to go into the next preseason from the get-go, or did you have to get monitored early on with the rehab? Yeah, so I was like, I was actually in the, the middle of my, about to sign a new deal with, okay. with Brisbane. So I was a bit like, oh, a bit nervous, you know. I was like, I wonder what's going to happen now. And yep. they were really good about it, you know. They, um, they're like, nah, you know, we want you to stay. Um, so do you sign? Did you sign? Yep, I ended up signing two weeks after. Oh, beautiful. It's good that they showed faith. Yep. And then... um. And then, yeah, I come back, you know, did all my rehab. Um, yep. You know, just wasn't feeling right, but And finally completed my rehab and got back for the uh, the session just before Christy. Yep. Oh, and beautiful. Yeah, I ended up re-breaking it. Oh, stop it. Yeah, so like my fracture, you know, reopened and… Was that like a stress fracture or was it uh, just like a, just in training just went? I'm not even too sure. I just went in training. I remember oh, wow. it was like a three-on-two drill and I got the ball and I tried to take off and I just felt it straight away. Yeah, that was devastating, but that's when like Sebes and Wayne had just swapped over too. So, okay, yep. You know, I wanted to, you know, put in a new coach, yeah, yeah good impression, and it obviously didn't work out like that. How was that period? You know, Wayne, obviously, you've had Wayne your whole career, and then you hear the, you know, this is going to be his last year at, at the Broncos, I think it was. And then there's all talk that, you know, Sebes is signed for the Broncos, are they going to do a swap? How was the, the feeling in the group? Like, was were you were you nervous with, you know, is Wayne going to see the year out or is he going to go early or is, you know, scared that the new bloke in Sebes is coming back in? How did you feel as a player and as a group? You know, for myself, I was a bit like, I was actually like in talks with Rabbitohs and I, okay. I was, you know, Sebes wanted me down there at the, at the Rabbitohs and I remember Wayne just coming to me and goes, oh, you're not leaving, so... Um, don't even worry about that. And I was like, okay, sweet. And, uh, and I wanted to stay as well, you know, Brizzy's home. So, yep. Um, and then all that happened and I guess everyone was a bit confused and kind of like unsettled, you know, the, the players loved, uh, loved Dwayne and they didn't want him to go. And, you know, I guess that's just how things go sometimes. And, you know, seems, uh, Steve's come up and he was, yeah, all well, the boys loved him, you know, he's, he's really smart. He knows what he's talking about and um, diligent in all his work and, and stuff like that. And he transitioned, you know, ov uh, felt seamlessly at the time, but, yeah, it obviously, you know, it didn't work out like that. And then obviously, so you get that, you start off that season, you end up getting back on the field. Yep. But I then got, you, play, so you play eight games and then you end up getting the switch to South. Yep. So did Wayne, what did he just say, mate? When, sorry, when you did find out Wayne was going to South, were you thinking like, I've just re-signed here at, you know, Bronx. Wayne told me I was, he's going to be here. Like he told me he wanted me with him here. Now that he's left, did you feel like maybe I should, you know, go down to the south? Did Wayne reach out to you as he was going or did it just happen? You yeah, know, no, it, sometimes yeah. things happen overnight when, with contracts. Yeah, yeah, what happened was, you know, he left and um, yeah, ended up, you know, playing round one with, with uh, the Bronx and uh, we ended up getting smashed by the storm. We played down in Melbourne and 
after that, I kind of got um, pushed to the bench and, you know, I was playing to the middle and obviously wasn't playing well, we were losing. And then I got uh, pushed out to reserve grade. And uh, I'll never forget, I was supposed to be training with reserve grade, but I was just watching them um, eating Maccas in my car, you know, not wanting to go train. And, and Wayne called me that, like, just at that perfect time and just said, oh, mate, I think, you know, you're better than a reserve grade player and why don't you come? Yeah. You know, South Sydney. And... At first, it was more of a just what's going on. Yep. Like, you know, like a genuine care factor. And, you know, we started talking about life and and then, yeah, and then I sort of, you know, could feel myself getting pushed out of Brisbane and um, obviously not a nice feeling and, you know, I didn't really want to leave home. But I guess, you know, having Wayne there and, you know, JD was there as well. So it was kind of, you know, the closest thing to home yep. that was away from home. So, yeah, it was it was all good. So, oh, so how did you approach that with the Broncos? Did you ask the Broncos for release or did they just, it was just, they come to you because you know sometimes they go. Oh, if you if you if you go find a club, you can look elsewhere. Yeah, oh, I can't really remember how it happened. I just remember I was, you know, getting told, or oh, you know, you can, you know, go train with reserve grade this week, or you know, I was coming into, into training and like we'd have like three teams and I'd be on like the bench for the third team. Oh, you know, something's and like I could I could just tell that um I was sort of getting you know pushed out and yeah, as I said, it was you know it wasn't a it wasn't a nice feeling and then. Obviously, you know, I manage Isaac. I spoke to him a fair bit and he just told me, oh, look, you know, I think it's time to go. Yep. <clears throat> and obviously I was close with a lot of the boys who were there now and I remember Paddy Carrigan was, was like to me, nah, you know, just stay. You know, you can get through it, blah, blah, blah. We'll get through it. And I was like, yeah, sweet. And then I stayed a little bit longer and it just started getting worse. Okay. So yeah. you sort of got that feeling that you, they don't really, like you're not part of the plans. Yeah. You've got opportunity. How did you feel? Obviously, it's it's hard to go, especially when you you haven't been to another club before. Obviously, you've been at Brisbane the whole your whole career. When you get the Souths, you make the move. How did it feel that first couple of sessions there? Did you feel like it was a weight off your shoulders? Like, have I made a good move? Or did you feel, oh, what am I doing? Yeah, at first, I, I knew that I made the right move. Yep. But it was just the fact that, you know, I was away from my family. I didn't like that. And I remember I was going home like every second week. Yep. I got lucky I got a good support system. And my partner moved down for me. And, you know, she helped me get through it all. And, yeah, the parents were like, nah, you know, you can do this. And just get through it. And. Lucky enough, I stayed and, you know, I was able to have, you know, a really good time at South Sydney, you know, and we ended up playing in a, in a GF. So it was, you know, the best decision, I, you know, I think I've ever made. Oh, definitely. And then even that year, you finished third. You know, you, you did you lose the final against the Roosters to get knocked? knocked I, think, I think that was the year that um lost to Canberra and Big Papa scored that try. He got dropped under and uh, yep. scored that try down at, down at Canberra and, you know, so yeah, that, like, obviously, you know, I'd never been a, a part of anything like that. So it was just sort of, I felt like I was just enjoying yep. the ride sort of and like uh, it was awesome. So Well, you're sort of pinching yourself going like, I've gone from Broncos, I was, I, was, I was on the bench for reserve grade. Now I'm playing in the semi-final series for NRL side. It was actually unreal. It was um, sort of felt too good to be true. But yep. yeah, I, I went there with an open mind and, you know, really just wanted to get to where I know I can get to and... It was awesome. You know, I made a lot of good friends there. I, I knew like uh, Cam Murray and yep. Tola through the the junior kangaroo stuff. So, yep. and obviously knew Wayne and JD. So, yeah, it was an easy transition. And then obviously you, you get you bow out there. Twenty twenty is your first preseason with Souths. It's not it's not really strange here because you've been under Wayne. Is it Jeremy Hickman's that he always has for his strength conditioning? coach it is normally Jez but he wasn't he wasn't there 
It was um, we had a guy called Jared Wade. Oh, okay, but you, it's just similar. You hear about Wayne's preseason. There's a lot of running, not too much wrestling, mm. which is a good thing for yeah. certain well, people. Yeah. Um, but then you have another great year. Twenty-one games for yourself. You know, you finished six, but you, you make another prelim. Like, how was that? Yeah, that was that was unreal. That was probably obviously that year and and the year after, but was you know my, kind of my favorite years and. It was unreal. Just I guess you know playing in those big games and um, I guess understanding what it took to play them. Uh, yep. I learned a lot from you know players like John Sutton and and Big Sammy and even you know Cam Murray and, and Reynolds and that. So it was just awesome to I guess be in a team you know full of superstars and just learning a lot about you know my prep and how diligent they are in in their prep and you know what they put in their body and and stuff like that. It was just. Unreal to really learn what it is to, you know, be professional. And then at Brisbane, like when we were talking before, you were sort of sort of coming as as Gillo was gone, Macca was gone, Honey had already gone. I think Moose was on his way out to yep. Townsville. Then you come to South, like you just said, with Sato, Sammy B. Like, how did it feel being around the blokes that like you you know if you're not pulling your weight, they're gonna be yeah coming at you. I was just in awe of them, eh? Like yeah. I just I felt like just because of who they were, you know, you just wanted to keep that same standard and you wanted to, you know, attack everything at, I guess, the intensity they attack it at. And, you know, even though you probably can't as much as someone like Sam Burgess can, you know, all they cared about is if you were trying. And, yep. you know, I only played one season, or oh, well, the end of that 2019 season with Sammy. And, yeah, I just... How was he, man? Like, because he was one of the hardest blokes to play against. Yeah. It's, you know, hard to talk about. He's just such a leader, such a... Competitor, I never forget. We lost a game that we we should have pumped the doggies by. Yep. And he got us all. It was like a week before the final, so he got us all after the game into like a little huddle and was just calling all of us lions and saying this is bullshit. And I was ready to play again, like like after the game. After the game, yeah. And I was just so hyped, and he was just kind of like um, just saying how shit we were, and and that was so much better than this. And he's just sort of similar to Wayne in the in terms of like when they talk, you listen. Yep. And it was just yeah, it was unreal. Oh, that's all. That's all. Like, I loved playing against him, man. He was just a machine. Just stuff like that. Uh, yeah, no, it was like, mate, you're playing against one of the greats. Yeah, and you, he's probably one of the best front rollers I've ever seen. Eighty minutes in the middle, mm. remarkable, mate. And then end of 2020, you, you make the you make your Queensland squad, which is dubbed the worst Queensland team ever. That yep. was the COVID year. Yeah, that was COVID year. Yeah, so you had a squad that how many was in your squad? That because you couldn't come in and out of the bubble, wasn't nah, it? Nah, you couldn't. You had to quarantine for like. Yeah, a certain amount of days. I think there was about there was a few of us. There might have been about twenty five, maybe a couple more. And then Wayne gets announced as coach because Greeny got sacked. Obviously, he had the the poor year before. What did Wayne do to get you blokes together? Because like New South Wales, it was you, you speak about it. It was the the one we let go. We should have won that. You guys have been dubbed the worst team ever. He's come out in game one in Adelaide and absolutely put a clinic on. It was unbelievable. Yeah, he as I said before, he just makes you believe in, you know, we obviously have, you know, players like Munster and yep. players who can turn a game just like that. And they obviously had really good games. And yep. um, yeah, I remember going into halftime, we were down by, it might have been like 14-6 or something like that. I'll never forget, like Wayne had put me on maybe 20 minutes before halftime. And then he goes, he comes up to me and goes, have you been on? And I was like, oh yeah, I just played the last 20 minutes. And he goes, you're doing nothing, like do something. <sighs> And I was like, oh. so I went out like second half and, you know, I try to get into every tackle and take yeah. as many runs as I can. And um, it was just one of those games where I'm pretty sure, yeah, Munster came up. Oh, Tino did a, I don't know, he, I think he did a good tackle and they dropped it and, and Munster picked it up and 
and ran the rest of the length of the field. And yep. yeah, we were just able to hold on to that win. And obviously, you know, we got smashed game two in Sydney. Yep. And then went back up to Brizzy and do what Queenslanders do up in up at Suncourt. So that was that. I remember watching that game. Cameron Munster was unbelievable. Yeah. But he was, on, he was unreal. He got actually knocked out in the second game early. He did too. He yep. was hit at the ground, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. I never forget. We would, we were, our heads were down and Wayne come in after the game. Yep. He doesn't drink, obviously, and he come in off the esky and he chucked everyone a beer and was just like, everyone have a drink tonight. You know, have a few if you want. Don't worry about tonight because we're, we're going to win game three. Yep. And he said that, so don't worry, we're going to win game yeah, three. Yeah, he said that. I'll never forget that. And then, um, yeah, after he said that, oh, we were all like, oh, okay, sweet. So we all had a beer together and, you know, enjoyed each other's company and Alf got around and, you know, what else like? He yep. got the spirits up and, you know, we went out game three and, and won. And with that, like, before we go into game three, the bubble, how did you, how was it? Because that was when it was like, was first happening. You know, you're with your same people every day, the same 25 blokes that are in the squad. How did you find that? Like, and being away from your family, you know, y'all know you're a big family man as it is. So, how did you find being in that bubble? Yeah, you know, it, it was good. It was bittersweet just because, you know, you hear of all the mad stories that, you know, I felt like we missed out on, obviously, because we're in the bubble. But yeah. it was good, you know, I think we were able to um, come together really well and, you know, we were with each other for like a month. So, yep. especially every day, every second. Um, so we we got around each other and just enjoyed the stuff we could together. And a lot of cards were played and, yeah, it was it was a good time and better time after as well. I was going to say, what about game three? So you, you just go up there. I think Tedesco gets knocked out. knocked out early. You know, do you feel that this is our opportunity now to make him pay? Yeah, it was. It was, yeah, we started the game really well too and I'm, Pretty sure it was Corey Allen's first game because yes, it was yes. Uh, I can't remember who was who was our fullback. Brimson did his hurt. hamstring, didn't he? Oh yeah, yeah, his hammy or his ankle or something like that. And He's had Brinko Lee play as well. Eddie Lee, Eddie, Eddie Lee. Lee, yep. So yeah, obviously, all well, the underdogs going into it, and yeah, I remember we started the game well, and we knew if we started well, uh, you know, we could hold on, and I think that was the emergence of you know Harry Grant, and oh yeah, you know the way he was able to turn the game upside down when he came on was went a long way for us winning the game. So it was. It was the best time of my life, eh? I was going to say, what was the celebrations like afterwards? It was good fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Was the bubble over after that, straight after that game? We had to go back to the Goldie because that's where we were staying. Yep. And we um, spent the rest of the night there. I had a few hours sleep. Some of the boys just went straight through and and then we went to Byron. Oh, okay, yep. Yeah, and then, yeah, that was, it was crazy. It was good fun. Because I remember, you know, one of the funniest things, there was a bloke in your team who didn't play. Yeah. Josh Kerr. Oh, yeah. I remember watching the celebrations of him in Adelaide, and I'm just thinking, mate, this bloke hasn't even played a game yet. But it's just, whatever Wayne did to get you blokes to buy in, like blokes that didn't play a game, they would, they look like they were the biggest part of your, yeah. your team, like whether it was for team morale, culture. How was the big Kerr man there? You know what he's like. He's, he's different. Um, he's just that guy that, his attitude's infectious and he's just positive 24-7 and he won the award and he didn't even play. It was like the Queensland Spirit Award. Oh, really? Yeah. So well, That's he, a fair effort. 100%. Wayne loved him, so I'm not surprised he's, you know, back at the Dolphins now with him, but yeah, he's, Kerry's a legend and um, he bleeds maroon and he's a true Queenslander, so yeah. Ah, well, so you go from that, We I think we got like nearly 10 weeks off that off-season, didn't we? We had a, we had yeah. a good break. Did you get away at all? That was... I don't think I did. I think it was just... Went straight back home to Brizzy and yep. uh, spent it with the fam. Well, did you have to quarantine at all or you were sweet to stay up there? Because you said you'd come back to Byron. I think we did have to quarantine. That's why we went to Byron. Oh, okay. So we went, uh, we all quarantined together. Yep. I didn't stay as long as the rest of the boys. I was 
couple of nights in. Yeah, I remember seeing Munster all over social media. Yeah. He, was, he was living the dream that that, that like that week. It was, that was the the team when he had that. Didn't he? He won the the GF that year too. Yeah, he won the GF. But remember the remember these team photo for Queensland. Yeah, and he was hung or something. He was like, like he had seen better days. Yeah. So twenty twenty one. You know, you played twenty three games to South. You finished third. Obviously, you get relocated up to. We're using Goldie. Yep. How was that? Because did you just find the quarantine hard with the whole squad up there? You know, when we first got told we we're re- relocating. Yeah, only because just the uncertainty on when our families could come up, our partners yep. and some of the boys obviously had kids and that, so they were a bit uh, worried about yeah the uncertainty and it ended up being the best thing that could happen for us. Say. Yep. Um, you know, we really enjoyed it. You know, South were a great club and they were able to, you know, put us in a good spot. And, um, yeah, it really came together and it was probably the best model of one of my favourite years. And personally for yourself, being back closer to home, were you able to go back to Brizzy as much as you want? or Yeah, you... so obviously the days we didn't train. Yep. Could do whatever you wanted and my partner's from there as well, so we both just, oh. yeah, we loved it. It was ha- unreal. It was a happy wife, happy life. You've that's, been keen as the to same. go. That's, mate, honestly. And then obviously the GF. So you just knock Penrith out, not knock him out, but you beat him the first semi and you get the week off. Yep. Do you, and you just beat him without Latrell Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. So how was the confidence with the group? Knowing you've got a week off and you've got the major prelim, how was the, how was the morale around, around the squad? No, nah, it was unreal. I think when we got to that point, we sort of knew that, you know, we, we thought we were going to win. Like There was just so much confidence in the group and yep. the way we were able to, you know, I guess turn our season around as well after we, you know, got beat those two big games and yeah we just had so much confidence and we felt like you know I guess whoever they put in front of us you know we, we could beat yeah yeah Blake Taff had you know he was playing fullback and he had an unreal uh, final series and you know we had beat Penrith up in Townsville and had the week off we re- uh, enjoyed the week off and then you know went into the prelim against Manly and yeah we touched them up too I'm pretty sure and uh, leading into the final you know we're full of confidence and we didn't get the win, but one of my favorite games to be part of. So, there's two moments in that game I remember. Crichton, how was the feeling when he takes that intercept? Because you were leading at that time. Yeah, I think we we're either winning by two or it was a draw. Yeah, I can't really remember, but it was it was actually like they were all over us at the start of the game. Yep. Clear was just kicking us to corners, and uh, we couldn't get out of our own half. And then yeah, we really just weathered the storm. Cody come up with you know one of the greatest tries I've ever seen in a grand final. And then, uh, yeah, it was back and forth. And obviously, Critter got that intercept. What he does, you know, he turns up in the the big game. So, yeah, heart kind of just sunk. You know, there was still time left, but you sort of just knew that, you know, because the game was such so back and forth and uh, was so close that yep. that's just the sniff that they they needed. And, you know, they're a classy team. They, you know, they were able to hold on. And, um, you know, pretty sure we scored a try in the last five minutes or 10 that, minutes. That was the other one I was going to ask when Adam Reynolds was kicking that goal. Yeah. Honestly, walking back, like I, I just knew, I've, like he was going to get it. Oh, yep. I just, I, I just, you know, he is who he is, and he's always at like, training, practicing, and yep. he kicked it, and I was like, oh shit, he might have missed this, and then it come back around, I was like, oh, there it is, and then hit the post. I think it or just, he just missed, missed it. Just missed. Yeah, he didn't curve back as much as he wanted it to. Yeah, and I looked, and I thought he had got it, so yep. I was like cheering, and then um, wasn't until like they had kicked off, I looked at the the big screen, and I seen that all down by two points, and I was like, fuck, I was like. Yeah, yeah. Because then he, I remember he goes for a two-point field goal too. I think like the last fifty seconds of the game, and you just see the devastation, the look on his face. Because that was his last game. Yeah, for South Sydney, wasn't it? Yeah, he almost actually got that kick. I remember that. Um, he was calling it. Yeah, and then I never forget. Cookie like sort of like went to hit me, and then like realized, and then went like double pumped and and hit Renault. And 
I think it kind of like put around his timing off a bit. Oh, okay. He had the accuracy, but it was just short. So. And then obviously you lose that. For, for, for yourself, that was your last game for South Sydney. You know, you signed a three-year deal with the Dragons. Yep. How did you feel knowing like, you know, being the last year, was it, did you feel like it was unfinished business, like you didn't get to win that comp? Yeah, definitely. Because um, we were so, um, we were in the bubble and we were all so close. We yeah. all had a really good time and I've got, you know, I call them brothers now for, for life and especially, you know, like, Colin Matangi and, yep. and all those boys I'm really close with. Um, what a player, too. Yeah, freak. Mm. Hopefully, you know, he's in a Dragons jersey in a couple of years. So, <laughs> yeah, definitely felt like I finished business, you know, but obviously, you know, my time had ended there and, you know, after the Dragons, I was. How did you, and you get to the Dragons, you know, different club. Did you realize the Dragons was such a big club before, like, as you signed there? But then when you get there, do you realize how big the Red V actually is? I didn't realize and, until I got there. You know, I'm pretty, I feel like I'm pretty lucky. I've played for, you know, three massive clubs. Huge clubs, mate. You know, as I said, I didn't know till I got there and and really, you know, took in, I guess, the history of the Red V. And yeah, you know, we've got some, you know, crazy fans as well. So it's, yeah, it's a massive club and, you know, I'm grateful to be part of it. And then obviously you played 20, you played 18 games there. But remember, it was the Anzac Day clash you did there. You sinned the A. Yeah. You sinned Osmosis. And I reckon that was a huge loss for us because we were, we were up there in the top eight for a, a long period of that year. And we sort of, I think we lost yourself and we lost, did we lose Mika Ravalara as well? I think he did. He might have done his hammy. Yeah, we lost both of you guys. Our right edge was so powerful. Yeah. So, and you had to get surgery too, was that one? Yeah, I had the tightrope surgery. So I got like, uh, was, not that, a, was that the same ankle as your broken? Nah, it was, no. my, it was different. Okay. It wasn't like a major surgery or anything, but obviously surgery is surgery. And hey, I remember, you remember after that game, you're like, and I seen you and you're like, uh, oh yeah. So where are you going, mate? He goes, oh, missus just down the entertainment quarter. I was like, mate, that's like a and I was K walking, away. Yeah. And you're trying to walk, trying to be a big toughy. <laughs> you end up taking my seat in my car. So I had to wait 20 minutes for my missus to get back because she's yeah. dropping you off. I remember that. Very grateful. <laughs> I was struggling too, so. Nah, so. And then later that year, you represent Samoa. Yep. And obviously in the World Cup, we know what they did. How was that? Because, you know, you hear a lot of people, a lot of players say, you know, if they can't make Australia or New Zealand, they want to represent, you know, the one of their famous heritage that they've already got in their team. How was that? Was that the first time you represented Samoa? No, nah, it wasn't. It was, I represented them in like a, a mid-year test yep. uh, a couple of years ago against PNG. So, but that was my first time, I guess, you know, going away together and I'm yep. um, really learning a lot about my culture and, you know, about myself and one of the best things, you know, best experiences ever. And as I said, what we did, you know, for our, our little country and our, and our people and um, seeing all, you know, the walks and the rallies and, and all that back home was, it was unreal. And especially after the first game we lost, you know, we knew we had to uh, make up for it. And yeah. How was that feeling? Because you got touched up pretty heavy in that first game and you were pretty good favourites, weren't you? Like going into leading into that game. Yeah. Right? And you had a few injuries out of that game as well. Yeah, we had a few. I'm pretty sure. Who got hurt? I'm pretty sure Hammer yeah. got hurt. Yeah, the Hammer did. Yeah. Josh Alloway. Yeah. Tyrone May. Josh, I think Josh hurt his fingernail. Yeah, probably was his fingernail. Not him. <laughs> yeah. Just wanted to miss preseason, miss uh, a couple of games. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> yeah, when we got touched up, I couldn't believe it because like I felt, you know, they were throwing everything at us, you know, yeah. the first half and we're only down by six. And they ended up getting to 60 in the second half and pretty big shock, Did especially because of the, the players we had. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Did it dent your confidence as a group, you reckon? Uh, at first, I felt like it did. And, but, you know, we have we had a lot of Penrith players in our team and, you know, they're not used to that feeling and yeah. they didn't know kind of had to react in, in that moment. So they were just, you know, positive and yep. they were, you know, bringing the energy and, uh, you know, they, you know, I reckon they turned us around or they obviously did, so. And then playing with all those Penrith guys, do you see why they're so successful, the way they prepare themselves and the way they train on the training field? 
Yeah. The thing I like I liked the most was just their their preparation, but just the way they trained. Yeah. Um, everything was you know hundred percent. You know, they talk really well, and that's a big part of rugby league. And but when they're off the field, you know, they're off the field. They're they're larrikins. They're um, you know smart asses, and yeah, it was really good. Did you get around the speaker? Is what I want to know. No, I don't like getting around the speaker because everyone steals my music. So yeah, yeah. So, so what you think you you're the main man with the music, and then you don't want people taking what you like. Yeah, that's why Big Tower. I never put my phone on on the Bluetooth because he, he steals all my music. So <laughs> you're kidding yourself. So you've you've had that tough start in the World Cup. He's come against Tonga. You have a great win against Tonga. He's made the the final. Like no one gave you a chance, especially after what happened in the first one. And you because you've played England to get into the final, didn't you? Yep. How was it leading up to that game? Because England were they were massive favourites after beating you by sixty in the first game, and hometown obviously yeah. heroes. Everyone's pumping them up to win. Yeah, and they were they were playing really good too throughout the yeah. tournament, and they were smashing everyone. And but for us, it was more so like we just wanted to get back to that game, fix up. Uh, what we did wrong and we really wanted the opportunity to verse them again and you know thankfully we did and uh, i never forget bloody i missed the tackle which led to them scoring a try yep and it was to draw the game up and take it to golden point i was like oh, yeah like, i uh, just lost us the game here and critter being critter you know he come off that clutch drop kick and and won us the game geez you can come up with big plays that, that bloke he's always there and then you play aussies in the final how was it leading up to you know the Aussies are a powerhouse side and and not many people sort of you know rated you guys to beat them, but you know as a team you always got to give yourself a chance. Definitely, and I think just the way we turned our our campaign around and you know we had a lot of belief. As I said, we had a lot of players who had just played in the grand final, yep. so we believed for you know we had a, you know, some of the best players in the world, and obviously we did. And yeah, it was awesome. It was yeah, as I said, seeing all the the rallies and our country get behind us, it was unreal and. Yeah, the game didn't go to plan, but, uh, you know, silver medal's not too bad. No, nah, that's all right, mate, especially from where you've come. Did you go to the rallies afterwards? Because remember, I've seen a few of the Samoan, blo- Samoan players on social media back in Samoa. Yep, so we we had like a massive rally in Brisbane. Yep. And a few of the boys came to that. And then they took a few of us over to Samoa um, at the end of it. I didn't go. I had holidays booked, so I missed out on that one. Did you feel like you had done something huge for the country? Yeah, definitely. I felt... A lot of, you know, people proud to be Samoan and especially like, you know, all the half cast, you know, like myself and just, yeah, being proud of being, you know, who, who we are and yep. it was awesome to see, you know, everyone get around us. Nah, it was unreal, mate. I thought it was it was absolutely massive for the game, not just for you guys, but for everyone in the NRL and in Australia. I thought you grew the game so much. Then the next year, mate, 2023, um, there's so much innuendo about hook in the preseason. I remember we used to always speak about it in the car, just wish it would go away. And then, you know, early in the season, he ended up, you know, he got punted. How was it around the group? Because, you know, I, I'd already left. I wasn't part of it. How, how did the group handle it? For myself, like, I just we just wanted to know what was happening. Like, yep. it was just that thing that wouldn't go away. You know, we could kind of feel it coming, but, you know, no one knew when it was going to be. And, um, you know, I don't mind Hook. He's, you know, he means well and, you know, he just wants the best for, for the club. And, yeah, I felt sorry for him, you know, the way it happened, but... You know, it's a tough business and, yeah. you know, I think that it was more so, you know, when it did happen, like, we're all just kind of like, oh, thankfully it happened, you know, the yeah. media can stay away now and, but, but it didn't. Obviously, we had stuff going on with Jason Rolls and uh, all the coaches and that and, you know, it was pretty tough, but especially for the younger boys, you know, and, yep. but we just had to, you know, get together and, um, you know, try and get through it. And how how did Kari handle it? Because he's never coached a first grade squad before, did he? 
Did he lean on you guys as leaders to help him get through it or did he just back himself? Oh, a bit of both. I, actually, I think he, he backed himself. You know, he, I got a high opinion of him and yep. he really trusts the, the process and, and trusts himself. And, um, you know, I thought he did a really good job, especially under the circumstances we were. And especially, you know, the club was trying to go out and find another coach while he was there trying to, you know, do his best. And, yeah, I felt like he did a really good job. He got everyone, you know, wanting to play for him. And, you know, I thought we, you know, we did well under him. Yeah, I thought he turned the season around a bit, especially for how hard the circumstances were. And then out of nowhere, like, it just come by the media that Ben Hunt has asked for a release. Did it shock you boys as a group or, you know, did he, and did he mention it, like, once it had been out? Like, no one's sort of really heard from him too much about what had happened. Yeah. To be honest, it was a bit of a shock. Uh, I don't know how the boys reacted only because, you know, I was that injured. And I wasn't playing, and uh, so I'm not too sure if he said anything to them. He, you know, he didn't say anything to me because you know he's an Origin camp, and yeah. obviously his focuses are elsewhere. But yeah, I'm pretty sure you know he probably did shock the boys in the in the club a fair bit. Do you expect him to stay? Like he's from everything you said, do you reckon he'll stay? Obviously he's going to stay this year, but because I think he's contracted for the year after as well. I think it ends in 25. 25. Okay, so he's yeah got a couple more years, and I think he will be there. Yep, I think he'll be there. Yeah, next year. I don't know about after that, but um, yeah, hopefully he's there next year. So yeah, he makes that team better. So um, yeah, nice. Yeah. And then so my mate Shane Flanagan's head coach down there now. How's have you? Has he did he approach you during the year? Obviously, when he became coach, it was well known, well documented. Um, but he was still working at Manly, um, and, and we all knew that he was doing stuff. He, he spoke to Steve, just was nice and open about it. But had he reached out to you? Did you have any meetings with him? Any conversations? Because I used to always wind him up about you. <laughs> no, we had a, we had a couple. Um, oh, we had one chat. I think maybe a couple of weeks after we, you know, got announced coach. And, yep. uh Obviously, I'm into my last year at at the Dragons, so we just had to talk about that and talk about uh, his plans for me and what he wants to do around the club. And you know, one thing I you know I like about him is he seems very determined, ruthless as well in in a way in in terms of. You know, he knows what he wants and he, you know, he'll do what he needs to do to get it. I think that can only be positive for the club and, you know, he cares a lot too. So he's at the club now, you know, trying to change a lot and trying to, I think he's changing our facilities and he's, he's even helping out building it and all that. So he obviously wants the best. I'll tell you a funny story. At Cronulla, he built the gym, like with his own hands and own money. Yeah, like he that's crazy. just wanted to get what was best for the team, what he thought was best. He's funny as a top bloke. If he thinks one this one percent will help you, he'll do it. Yeah. And and he's one of those guys he can he can rub people up along the wrong way, like outside the group, because he's so determined and he and he backs his players so much. I think you I reckon you you'll strive under him, mate. He's he's unreal. Has he had like does he want long term keep you at the club? Has he spoke to you about that? I'm not too sure yet. Um as I said, I've got one more year and yep. we haven't really, I guess, talked too deep into discussions or haven't gone too deep into discussions, but um, you know, it's you know, Sydney's become my home away from home, and yep. um, you know, I've sort of learned to to love it and enjoy it. You know, my partner's happy down here, so yeah, we'll obviously find out shortly. Well, that's about the footy stuff, but what I want to talk to you about is, do you remember when you did take my head off? <laughs> <laughs> I never seen someone milk a penalty so well. Perfect <laughs> you know timing too, because it was around the yeah, you can tell it. Go on. <laughs> perfect timing. It was around the um uh, when the NRL went on the the crackdown. For the the head highs and it was the magic round weekend and you know Woodsy's taking a perfect play four carry so he doesn't have to go on kick chase and, <laughs> and he's uh went to bump me off and he's you know gone very low and I've just held my ground and and stayed square and his head's run into my shoulder so um, 
I ended up getting getting sent off for it. So beauty. You know what the funny thing was actually? It was play two because remember <laughs> I spent I spent three plays giving the ref a verbal going, mate. Have you not watched the other games? Everybody has touched someone's shoulder to the head has been 10 to be. Like, get this bloke off the field. And then I get subbed because it was, I was, I'd was done my time. It was like 23 minutes into the game. And as I'm coming off the field, you get they pull you back because they took it back to the, yeah, the right. play. So you didn't even get a penalty at the time and yeah. it come off. And then the next bloke comes on and gets the ball straight away. I remember that. Yeah, because they took it back. Yeah, they, it was one of those ones where yeah. they uh, the video steps in the bunker and they take it back. We had but, to go all the way down the other end of the field. And But who looked after you? Remember what I say that? I, I bumped into Jaden after the game and I said, I'll look after you if it comes to, if you get suspended. You didn't get suspended from but did you? No, I just got fined 1500 so I'm still oh, waiting really? for that. Oh, yeah. really? Wow. If you want to hand that over, then. Um. Oh, that's all right, mate. All the Jagers. <laughs> the Jagers money sort of looks after you there, doesn't it? And, and all the driving that Tao and I have done for you. Yeah, that's fair. That's true. But then speaking of Simbins, mate, you've, you've had a few. Because you're one of those blokes that you look in a line and go, I'm not going to run straight at this bloke because you can – the way you dip and then you if you hit someone, they stay hit. Do you think, you know, the referees are sort of – they're a bit too dramatic on what is a sin bin? Like not 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 having a go at the referees, but some of your collisions are – they're perfect technique. You hit someone, but it's the whiplash when their shin goes forward. It looks like it hits the shoulder. I remember one on Dale Finnecane. Mm. Round three against the Sharks two years ago, and yep. I did not think that was a ten to be in. Like, do you reckon the way you hit, it's a bit, you know, you got to work harder on your technique because of, mate, it's just the force that you come with. I think yeah, the game's obviously definitely changing, and yeah, getting sent off is it's very, it hurts the team these days. Um, yeah. one off the field for for ten minutes, uh, you know, it definitely hurts. But oh, definitely something I've worked on and something I've I've tried to change, and I'm well, not change just. You know, fix up a few things, and you know, I definitely feel like some of the Simbins were, um, you know, a bit harsher. The worst one was the Penrith one, what was round it? two. Oh yeah, on on Sully, on Shauna Sullivan. So yeah. yeah, so like I think things like that, especially the thing that annoys me the most is you know sometimes I see other players do it or it happens in other games, and you know they might not get sent off or it might just be a penalty. And so you reckon because you do it, you've been. Like hit before? Do you reckon you get targeted a little bit? Like just on the tip sheet, watch this bloke. Oh, I reckon maybe you to do. maybe to some extent, you know, um, definitely happens to a, a few players out there. But yeah, to to an extent, I, I do believe so. But it's just something you've got to be wary and careful of. And then, so what's the future hold for you, mate? How's the uh, you know goals for the season ahead? New coach, exciting times at Dragons. Yeah, I'm 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 excited. It's obviously new coach. It's my um. My last year, so I just really want to, you know, get into it. And this year was the first year I had sort of soft tissue injuries. So I just, yep. you know, I'm 25 now, and I really, you know, need to look after my body better. And um, you're only 25. Yeah, 25. Oh, you So yeah, just need to look after my body now, and really, uh, yeah, I've been doing all my little extras. My bloody, I'm at Pilates now. Um, wow. Yep. So it's not the prettiest sight, but it's. Uh, you know, it's getting done. Well, I think it's great news for, especially for Dragon supporters. You know what the best thing is? You're off contract, so you'll have a big barnstorming year, I reckon. And, man, I'm excited to watch you play. Um, I'm a big fan of you, you know that. And, sure. you know, I'm always watching you, mate. But there's one thing we always do with all the players that come in. So we do this, it's a set of six with Woodsy. Yep. So this is with not just current teammates, but anyone you've played with. So any teammate you've had throughout your career. Which teammate would you want by your side in a fight? Oh, there's a few. Yeah. Um, junior. Junior. I'm on there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he can, um, he's not too bad with his hands, but you know, I'd have to be 
a big boy, someone like, you know, we've seen Payne Haas. Oh, yeah. And Tino and Goetta, uh, um, yep. in that origin. So him or maybe someone scary like Sammy B. Sammy oh, Burgess. Yeah. He yeah. No like, fear. Nah, no fear at all. What about the hardest decision you've made in your career, mate? Would have been definitely, yeah, leaving Brizzy. Yep. Even though I felt like in a way that decision was sort of made for me, yeah, just leaving leaving everyone and, yeah, that would be the toughest one. I think it was a great decision at the time because South is a huge club. Favourite game you've ever played in? Ooh, um, it'd have to be either the World Cup Grand Final or yep. or maybe one of the the Origin Decider at Suncourt that we won. Oh, yeah, that was... yeah. Was cr- that a full stadium that night? Yeah. Yeah, pretty uh, sure it was. Yeah, that so was unreal. Cool. That was hectic. Two massive games, mate. Uh, most influential person in your career? Hmm. Obviously, you know, my old man. Yep. Uh, you know, but besides my old man, it'd have to be probably, you know, Wayne. Yeah. Do you still talk to Wayne now, even though that he's, like, not coaching you? And yeah. Uh, I haven't talked to him. I actually haven't talked to him, you know, this year, but we, we had a good chat last year and... Yep. Just, you know, I lean on him for a lot of advice and just to get his opinion on a lot of things. And as I said, I started my career with him and, you know, started my my journey down in Sydney with him too. So yep. um, he's always someone, you know, that's there for me for for any advice. So, yeah. What a, what a, what a shoulder to lean a hand to too because he's outstanding, mate. What a best coach ever. Um, your favourite celebration, whether it's, a, you know, after an origin or after a try. As in my own celebration? Yeah, or, your own celebration, yeah. Or that I've done. That you've done, yeah. I'd be when I scored against Tonga and like I remember getting up and as I got up I, all the Tonga fans were there and there was like one little Samoan flag in the middle and I like I kissed my I don't know I kissed it and like pointed to the bloody So just caught up in the moment Yeah caught up in the moment Typical Jay You'd love Sura, that eh? You'd love it Here's one for you Three blokes you'd take on a car trip across the country Ooh, I'd be leaving Tao at home <laughs> You've done it enough yeah. <laughs> He'd be oh. Actually no, nah, you know what Can it be anyone in the world no, 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 three, oh. three, three blokes that you've played with. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Bear, which is Aaron Woods, <laughs> yourself. Um, At least we'd have a good chat. Yeah. Tao, I'd have to take Tao because he'd, he'd let me know about it if I didn't. Not Honey because we wouldn't get coffee off him. So um, Only if you got the pod machine there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The last spot can be... I'll take Keon too. He's got some good tunes. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's, a, it's a fair... It's a, it's a different a mix. crew, yeah. yeah. I don't think Keon will get a word in with me and Tao there. Nah, it depends. If we're going across the country, he takes a bit to open up, so I'm sure we'll, we'll get crack it. him in that first, the first league. Yeah, 100. Ah, well, mate, nah, appreciate you coming in, especially on your time off, mate. We hope you have a great holiday. Thanks, uh, mate. And we're excited to see how high Jaden Stewart can reach in uh, in 2024, mate. Me too, brother. Can't wait. Thank All you. All the best, big fella. Cheers. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate.